0: The sun is
1: Welcome to the Humans from a Place podcast. I'm your host, LBN Scott. And today we'll be discussing what's always popping: Taylor Swift and Prince. The album's coming out this week and next week. Joey Badass is a Dumbass. Then there's Today in Music. We'll be reviewing Young Thugs, Beautiful Thugger Girls. We'll be spotlighting John Coltrane. Then we'll have a little bit of fire of the week for you. So, sit back and enjoy the show. We're going to get it started for you. Just like that. What's up, Kyle? How you doing?
2: I'm chilling. How was your week? <laughs> hey, Kyle. So, all I did was basically drink all week, bro. <laughs> Kyle thinks it's funny just to keep
1: fucking up, so... <laughs> yes. We're just going to keep this one and... No, Kyle, say hi. Just let the people know you just fucked up, and I'm gonna have to fix it.
2: What's up? He's gonna have to
1: fix all this.
2: He's gonna have to edit a lot.
1: But we're gonna we're gonna get it started, Kyle. What's poppin'?
2: Well, I mean, you wanted to talk about Taylor Swift, friend. Oh, I didn't
1: want to talk about Taylor Swift. I wanted to uh... more or less just have a public service announcement. Shh. I don't know how else to say it, but let me. Have you heard her song, Kyle? Let's just start there.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's really what's bad.
1: Your, okay, it's real bad. What's your What's your impression?
2: It starts out not that bad. and It starts she, out pretty good. Yeah, and then she just, I don't know. It's just really awful. And she just doesn't really say anything. And she tries to be, like, tough a little bit, I think. Correct. Yeah, no, yeah. But, um, like, it's you, just, you
1: talk. You talk first, Kyle. I'll talk after you. Go ahead.
2: You have more to say on it. Kyle, I insist. You go first. I mean that's about it Like it's just not very good All I don't right, well, think let's she's let's made good ta- music in let, forever Let's let Taylor talk
3: You made me play the fool No I don't like you I don't like your perfect crime How you laugh when you lie You said the gun was mine He's cool No I don't like you Uh-oh. But I got smarter I got harder in the nicotine me, I rose upon the dead, I do it all the time I got a list of names and yours is in red underlined I check it once, then I check it twice Oh, look what you made me do Look what <laughs> you made me do Look what you just made me do Look what you just made me do
1: she just made you, made you drink do. your fucking 40, you dog Like do. this is fucking I'm sorry She's terrible She's if you're still supporting her as a fucking fan, you are a re you're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Why would you support this bullshit? It is fucking terrible.
2: This sounds like a Dollar General version of Madonna or something.
1: No, it sounds like a (laughs) shitty version of fucking Katy Perry.
2: And Uh, Katy Perry's shitty. So
1: it's not impressive. No. Taylor Swift is a piece of garbage. In my, in my personal opinion, if you have anything to say that that will enlighten me to make her, may believe that she's not a piece of garbage, please, please show me it, because, to me, she's a terrible sellout artist, when, when, she was good at one point, bro, did you ever fuck with Tay Swift?
2: I mean, no, but I'll at least admit that she no. was an alright artist, like, at one point. So, you never
1: caught yourself singing a Taylor Swift song? Never. Really? Never. Kyle? Literally never. Kyle? You can quote me on that. Kyle, I've caught you singing a Swift song before.
2: Hell no. Well, my point is Where's this. Where's the evidence?
1: Kyle, the point is this. Do you think she's sold out? <laughs> I mean, you, or do you think she's just, like, there's no going back?
2: I don't know, she definitely had to sell out at least a little like, bit. Like, just
1: tell me, how is that the same as, like, her o- earlier stuff? Like, it's not even the same artist. No, not at all. And artists that. go through transformation, and mu- music progresses, but that's not even the same artist. If you were her friend, you know, her fan, like, way back in the day, like, uh like, when she was playing, like, you know, like, Love Story, like, you know, like, <laughs> it fucking, like, it's a sore spot, man. She was, she's from Pennsylvania. She had so much I didn't potential.
0: Even
1: know that. She's a she's a piece of shit sellout. Kyle, go on to the next topic. We're gonna be sitting here all fucking night if you want to talk about Taylor Swift. She's yeah, just... I don't
2: anymore. I'm telling you,
1: Kyle. You probably want to talk about like I don't know, like some artist we've never heard of, like that Prince guy.
2: Nah, how have you not heard of Prince? All right, so
1: explain it to these millennials, man, who would a Prince is. Like, it's not like Chris Brown.
2: No, it's like Michael Jackson, like him and they, Michael Jackson. Not, they don't were like literally the kings of pop, like they were always on the charts, but like they made consistently good music. So you like, mean, is
1: this when like two pop stars get together and one pop star really loves another pop star, a baby pop star? Comes no, out? like
2: they actually hated each other. So like no, they did, was... they did not like each other even a I little. bit. I actually did not know that at all. Yeah, like they said, like that they literally do not like each other, and I think it's hilarious because so they're like the I, two I'm best. Sorry, I'm just from that imagining
1: like Dave. Dave Chappelle, Prince going up to like Michael Jackson and be like, <laughs> "Bitch!" and yeah. just slamming the fuck out of him. He's like, "Ah, where's blanket?" <laughs> but okay, so Kyle, what do you got to say about Prince?
2: Nah, so um, Tyga nah, no, no, okay,
1: all right, fine, we'll go on to the next one. Dumbass. All right, so what do you got to say about Prince?
2: So Tyga Nelson, his sister said that they're about to release a whole bunch of unreleased Prince material, like hours worth of his stuff. No relation to the rapper Tyga. 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 I'm talking about
1: the rapper Tyga.
2: Yeah, it's not that. Okay, just clarifying. T-Y-K-A. Fuck Tyga. Fuck Tyga for sure. All right. All right um, uh, and uh, is it going to be free? Is it
1: going to go right onto his discography? Uh, is there? Is it a box set? What What are we looking at here?
2: They don't know, like basically the vault that contains hundreds of hours of his. Oh, release so it music was just his, now like, coming out. It was just so his now studio. they're gonna okay. like yeah. So like now it's a release. Now it's gonna be put into albums and and stuff, and will actually be put out to the public. God,
1: we have just unreleased hours and hours of footage that will never be released either. Yes. But that's trash. Yes. <laughs> Prince's studio hit. sessions
2: are probably really good. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Uh, so next thing we're gonna be talking about is about this guy on this poster right here behind me, uh, Joey Badass. He's our boy, um, but he's a dumb fuck.
2: He's 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 a nah, but guy.
1: he's funny as shit. So yeah. Basically, what happened was, Kyle, do you have the tweets up by chance, or hey, I'll bring them up. Basically, Joey, if you didn't know this past week, there was a solar eclipse. Yes. Or, I said that correctly, right? The moon went in front of the sun, that's a solar eclipse, right? Yes. Just making sure. I know it's basic, but, you know, America these days. He tweets out, Am I crazy for watching the eclipse today with no glasses? I've sun gazed before and afterwards saw colors for a whole day. I didn't die, though. This ain't the first solar eclipse, and I'm pretty sure our ancestors ain't have no fancy eyewear. Also pretty sure they ain't all go blonde. So that's all, that's fine, you know, like, I get it. Fuck sunglasses. But, uh, then, (laughs) then the next day, he, uh, had to cancel uh, three shows. Cleveland, Chicago, and Toronto, uh, due to unforeseen circumstances. Now, you know, every, now that, that caught fire on the internet because point blank that you put the two things together, the man's a fucking idiot. Um, now to, in response to all of it, Mr. Badass, uh, he, he came out with a response. Here it is.
3: There's a lot of rumors and allegations going on about me. A lot of people confused. A lot of people are worried hitting my phone. So, um, I just wanted to come on here. And address the situation. Yep. Yeah, ha ha! Jokes is on me. You know what I'm saying it is true. I can now see the future. Um, in fact, I am now uh, legally blind to the bullshit.
1: Kyle, what do you got about Joey? What do you think about this? Is he a dumbass? Is this Wrong real, thing. or is he, or is he playing the
2: social media game? Now, like he's a dumbass. I'm pretty sure he just looked up directly at the sun and just now can't see for like at least a day or two. And I mean, we know him. Like we love his music, but that he's still a dumbass for that. Mad people, mad people online calling him Joey Bad Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other thing that
1: I just realized, I just looked up. We have I have a poster from the World Domination Tour uh, of his tour up here. His fucking eyes. Look at his eyes. Yeah. They're fucking all white. Like, his eyes are just whited out in the poster, man. Like, he's going super sane. Um, Joey's funny. I, I, I think part of this, it, he's playing with it.
2: He, I don't think... His he, response, but I feel like he actually, like, Yeah, I actually feel eyes.
1: like he actually hurt his eyes, and he's making the best of a situation that he didn't yeah. take serious. But, no, like... I, when we say knowing him, we met him once he, We talked to him for about an hour It was tight And man, He's funny as fuck So I could see him not taking this seriously Actually permanently fucking up his eyes And then being like Man, it's all good Like, I fucked up But I could see through the bullshit It's all good now Like, Fuck it, you can make fun of me You can make memes All it's doing is get me more exposure It's all good Make I wouldn't mind being a meme. It's a good thing.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It depends.
1: Oh, you wouldn't put him. Be, I mean, I don't know, man. That video that uh, that's on his Instagram. I
2: think it has over like a million views. Yeah. Well, no. Nah, think about like when Cat Williams was made into a meme.
1: I don't remember that when, when he this? got
2: beat up by like a seventh. Oh, player.
1: that wasn't a meme. That was just a viral video. No,
2: like they made pictures of him after oh, he got right, beat up right, into memes. Right. Like that sucks. Yeah, you but, can't come back from that.
1: Yeah, but this this you could come back to. It's just like yeah, I don't think I'm it's just that bad. I'm talking about being
2: a meme in general. There's nothing it wrong with it. It could be good or it could be like it could be it could be amazing. It <laughs> yeah. can't be bad. <laughs> I, I think it could be bad.
1: Look at those alt uh, alt right supporters. They're a bunch of memes now. Their lives are going great. Okay, Kyle. So what music came out this week, and what are we looking forward to next week?
2: Well we had uh, several rap albums released as well as uh the Queens of the Stone Ages project. And um some of the rap albums were sold, like Action Bronson's uh blue chips, seven thousand. It's too hot, drop the top off the wagon, uh, laid back glow fire
3: like dragon Man I'm flying past Saturn. Uh, Fuck out of here like I ain't that savage. Oh, no
1: what else came out this week Kyle the
2: Bronson album by far though has been what I've been bumping personally the most this week so far I'm still disappointed I ain't listened to the Davies tape yet uh, Paranoia but I know that's gonna be fire too I was real I was disappointed by Cozy T's volume 2 by ASAP Mom I mean I listened to it front to back and like Rocky's good and Ferg is decent And even Nass and Twelvey, like, have their moments. But, like, Playboy Cardi and, like, just the guests on it are just so bad. Uh, Burner and Young
1: Dolph had a mixtape come out. Or, I'm sorry, an EP come out, Track Numbers. Gave it one listen. Wasn't terrible. Wasn't good. Honestly, better quality than cozy tapes. Which is saying something. Um... Ferg also had a solo album come out. I haven't... I listened to the singles. I I don't have... I haven't listened to enough to form an opinion.
2: Yeah, it seems decent so far, though. At least better than Cozy Tapes.
1: And you said Queen
2: of the Stone. I didn't listen to that. I, what do you got for that? That's solid. I mean, it definitely... Um, it definitely gets kind of back to their old type of stuff. It's They're just a really cool band, and they're worth checking out. Um... I was surprised by, uh, I don't even know how to say the dude's name. XXX Temptation. Oh, the dude that hung himself. Yeah, on Instagram.
1: That was a good publicity stunt.
2: Yeah. His album's 17. I mean, it's only 21 minutes or something. But it's not, it's really not even a rap album. But it's better than I expected. It's real depressing though.
1: Yeah, gonna be completely honest about this dude, XXX Tenacion. I don't know how, like, I, I don't know how to say his name. If we're saying it wrong, please somebody record yourself, you know, telling us how to say it. Seriously. But, um, <laughs> I, I've made fun of this motherfucker just because he, he's been a joke so far. Rob Stone's been clowning him, all that shit. But the intro to the album, that's a, that's as much of a, as I've heard because Kyle came over and he's like, hey, this shit's actually good. And I looked at it, and I'm like, it's 11 songs in 22 minutes. How is that possible? He goes, I don't know, but it's good. Um, I'm just going to play the intro really quick, and that should give you the vibe of the whole album. It's all mad depressing. (laughs) I'm kind of excited to listen to it.
3: 17. A collection of nightmares, thoughts, and real-life situations I've lived. 17 is a number tattooed on the right side of my head. My own personal number. Something to be explained in future interviews or instances. By listening to this album, you are literally, and I cannot stress this enough, literally entering my mind. And if you are not willing to accept my emotion and hear my words fully, do not listen. I do not value your money. I value acceptance and loyalty. Here is my pain and thoughts put into words. I put my all into this in hopes that it will help cure or at least numb your depression. I love you. Thank you for listening. Enjoy.
1: So that that's the intro, that sets the vibe right off, but as we were thinking, or not as we, as we were thinking, as we were listening to that, I just thought of, uh, what's that dude that was climbing the little boat earlier this fucking year? Uh, we got- Joe Budden? Yeah, Joe Budden. Joe Budden would slap the shit out of this <laughs> motherfucker. He would just walk True. into the studio and just be like, what? <laughs> ain't hip hop. Yeah, that, that's what, yeah, but yeah, that I don't know, man. It's it's definitely depressing. It's definitely gonna hit the. It's, it's definitely just,
2: it's just better than I expected it to be. It's because def- everything I've heard from him has just been horrible.
1: It's definitely gonna pop with the tweens. The tweens are gonna love it. Yes, but I I don't know. What else we got coming out next week? Did you do you got anything for that or?
2: Um, well, there's this a, week was pretty good. Honestly, there was some good music. Not bad. Uh, an album by Neil Young called Hitchhiker is coming out soon. And I mean, he's just one of the best, uh, writers as a singer of all time. Like nobody listens to him for his voice straight up. Like they listen to, they listen for the stories and everything that he tells through his music. Who was that again? Neil Young. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm ignorant to him. Really? Yes, completely. Like Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young? Educate me. Uh, I mean, he's a Canadian singer-songwriter. He's not he's American? Around, no. <laughs> he's been around for a long time, obviously, with Crosby, Stills, and Nash, who are just all awesome musicians. And that's just some music that I feel like people don't know well enough. What's his most popular song all the time? Give, one, give him one song and let him know who this guy is. Heart of Gold is his most famous song. And one of my favorite songs is Ohio by Crosby Stills Nash and Young. And basically, that was done as a protest song because of the shootings at Kent State um, over the nonviolent protesters in Ohio, and that was a big deal. And, yeah, there was even a build-up to that, too. A lot of people think, oh,
1: shit, they just shot those kids out of nowhere. No, before that, there was an incident. Um, I think it was at the DNC National Convention that year where they beat the shit out of some teenage... the police that beat the shit out of some teenage kids that were protesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting back to that. Make America Great Again. It's 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 lit. So get get out there not. and protest, guys, and get your ass beat. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna have some more great protest songs come out with our generation, with all of our creative minds. What do you, what do you think a modern protest song
2: sounds like, Kyle? Um, uh, fuck Donald Trump. Donald Trump, bitch. Fuck Donald Trump, bitch. Yeah, yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, fuck Donald
1: Trump. Yeah, fuck Donald
3: Trump. Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah,
1: fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, nigga, fuck down, try. Yeah, yeah, fuck down, try. Yeah. No, I I, I, I support YG. Honestly, in this movie completely. It, honestly, it's hilarious. Him and Nipsey hustle together. Well Bugs keep it. and Crips. Dog, you gotta have the remix. They even get Macklemore on it. That song was in response to some protesters getting shot. This is in response to the President of the United States winning an election. This song got no reaction to it, though, and that's how numb everybody's come to everything. There's no shock value left in music anymore.
2: No, not at all. Which is crazy.
1: You look back in the day and Kiss, like a band like Kiss, for example. They, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, we talked about that. Coming out on stage in the 70s with just, you know, a sock on their cock. Like, rock and roll was wild. Nowadays, the wildest thing you're gonna get is maybe Kanye West having a meltdown, maybe Taylor Swift flat ass on stage, or Miley Cyrus's turkey leg butt, something like that. I don't know. It's all terrible. It's
2: all it's just trash. Yeah, pretty much. All right, Kyle, what's going on today in music? What's today's date? Uh, August twenty
1: seventh, two thousand seventeen. Whoa, bro!
2: Time flies. So anyway, in 1970, Jimmy Jimmy Hendrix recorded his last ever song, "Slow Blues," and I'm, he's part of the 27 Club—one of the ones that died at 27—and just an amazing artist that never got to realize his full potential.
1: Yeah, the 27 Club is—for those that don't know—it's um—it's kind of a superstitious club filled with all 27-year-old. Artists that all died, pretty much all because of drug overdoses or suspected suicides, things of that nature. You got Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, Jimmy. That's that's kind of the big three. Who else you got in there that I can? I don't know if I can name that many off the top. Um, there's there's a couple others I know. Of, yeah. but it, I think it's a list of at least ten to fifteen artists that have all died. Oh, Janis year.
2: Joplin too. Yeah, is part of
1: it. Um. But but basically that seems like the age where artists just kind of fizzle out fizzle out from probably at that point seventy eight years straight of touring.
2: Yeah, and drug addiction. And drug
1: addiction, yeah, right about that twenty seven mark is where the, the right there is just burns out. But yeah, it's a
2: uh, oh Jim Morrison was part of it too.
1: Yep, they found that's that. Right. That's a crazy. You ever hear how he died? Yes. Isn't that? I just want to make sure I'm thinking of the right guy. He's the dude that OD'd in the club, and then they moved his body to the house into the bathtub. Um, pretty. I sh- think so. Yeah, he it was in Britain, right? Yeah. He yeah he OD'd in a club, and then the club owner didn't want to deal with the the police coming to the place, so they took him out the back door, took him to his place, and put him in the bathtub. And then his girl came home like the next day and found him like od dead.
2: Yeah, it was in Paris, though. Yeah,
1: Paris, there we go. That was in, uh, that, because he was on vacation or some shit. He was there for, like, a week only. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I, I should remember that. I watched a fucking documentary about that motherfucker.
2: Alright, another terrible news today. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and three members of Eric Clapton's band died in a helicopter accident in 1990. And a lot, I mean, Stevie Ray Vaughan is one of the best guitar players ever, and a lot of people don't even know him. I mean, he's just one of the best guitar players ever. Like, Hendrix he level without the respect? Or, like, what, what's,
1: what genre are we talking?
2: Similar. I mean, old rock. He's He was definitely around for a long time. He doesn't have any, like, crazy hit albums or anything, though, so that's why a, a ton of people don't know who he is. But as far as, like, being just technically gifted at playing guitar, he's literally one of the best ever.
1: Word. Well, that's good. I'm going to have to check that out.
2: And then, in uh, 1991, Pearl Jam released their debut album, 10. So, finally, at least we have some light news from today. And in other news, Taylor Swift is
1: still fucking terrible.
2: And uh, birthdays for today, in 1944, Cuba Gooding Sr., the lead singer of main ingredient, the old soul group was born, and of course father the the actor Cuba gooding jr the, and the
1: name's tight of not only the the son but also the band it's it fits the name it sounds like some soul food like like some really good tasting food like yeah. i would like that sounds like a restaurant, not a band <laughs>
2: and um in nineteen fifty three Alex Lifeson, the guitarist from Rush, was born. And Rush are just one of the craziest bands you'll ever hear. It's only three dudes that play all of it too, which is crazy. I I I don't like Rush.
1: I've never have, I'm gonna be completely honest. Really? Yeah, I'm not a Rush guy.
2: Oh, they're crazy. You fuck with them? Yeah. It's literally only three dudes, and they all do right, all like, of that. Like,
1: today's Tom Sawyer, Mean Mean. Like, right, yeah. I I fuck with that, but I can't...
2: You're missing
1: out? I, well, no, I've listened to it. I've, actually, I have their greatest hits album in my thing, just because of that song. But, Fair. like, I've, I don't know if I've ever sat down, and... I'm gonna have to listen to their Rush Essential playlist one day, when I wanna just, like, sit down and give them some respect, but probably not gonna happen.
2: And then in 1977, (laughs) Mace the rapper was born. You at least know Mace, right? No, no, no.
1: I was just thinking, like, wow, like, an old rapper that isn't killed yet. True. But he's not putting (laughs) out good music anymore. Yeah, no, but he's not dead.
2: He went to prison.
1: Like, I can't wait till, like, Snoop Dogg's 75, and he's still putting out, like, albums. Like,
2: are you gonna listen? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? He's still making good albums now. Snoop Lion. Well, not that, but the, the other ones. You didn't
1: fuck with Snoop Lion?
2: Eh, it was alright. Some of it was good, other parts were, like, real bad. You know what else is real bad, Kyle? What? <laughs> What's coming next? Yes.
1: What's coming next, Kyle?
2: Well, so, for the culture, for you listeners... We listen to all of Young Thug's album, "Beautiful Thugger Girls."
1: Disclaimer: I'm not. We're not playing anything from this album. If you want to actually go out and listen to the album, go out and listen to the album. We're not gonna. We're not gonna force anything on you, even though we force music on you all the time. We're not gonna force this on you. I'm not. I won't even force this on my worst enemy. Um, honestly. I listened to the album, I want to say, seven to eight times this week. Uh, i That's time I can't have back. I, I feel stupider. I lost a lot of respect for people that have this artist regarded in any way. They're... It's terrible. It was fucking trash. Like you heard me going on before about Taylor Swift, that's pure that's just pure like hatred for her. I don't like her. This is just disappointment. And not even in disappointed in Young Thug because good for him. He's making money. Respect the hustle. I'm disappointed in us. Like us as a culture that that this is considered a number 1 album, that this is in contention for a top 5 album of the year. That that we got He's fucking. He, Kyle. Talk before I fucking. God damn it, Kyle. It's terrible. It's trash. He's fucking. He wants to be a country artist, but he has auto tune and he sings off beat. And the lyrics literally are the fucking terrible. It's bad lyrics, bad instrumentals, bad concept. Good social media. Good delivery. It, It. I mean, his record label saved his ass by buying up the records. Fuck him. This was fucking terrible. Do not support Young Thug, please. Like, he's fucking ass. He had one good song. One good song. Do not allow artists to survive off of one good song. This is... Just don't do it, please. Just cut him off. Let him go do fashion. Let him get out of the fucking rap game. And Kyle, you're just looking at me like, I'm fucking nuts. But fuck Young Thug. This is all the bullshit that he put us through this week coming out at once. And I'm done. Kyle, go ahead.
2: Alright, so this was a crazy tough album to listen to. And it was, as Scott said, just horrible. Just a horrible album. And I think what I want to talk about is at least how critically acclaimed it is. Yes, that's It has widespread clear, critical acclaim. The lowest
1: like, rating that I could find from anybody that's actually a recordable name in music was like a 6 out of 10. Which is crazy, because that's still an above-average album. And average is about
2: a 5. And most of them were like 8, 8.4. Yes, yeah, most
1: of them were 7 or higher, which is absurd. There, I, there's talk of this album going gold, which is a million, million sales.
2: I mean, it's what just sad that people—that's what people are accepting these days, like as art. There is that's nothing, how low it's gotten.
1: There is nothing of substance in that album that is good. Every every style that he does in the album is bit off another artist. Yeah, and, and not well. And not only is it not done well, the artist that he brings into the feat, like the features on the album. When you are featured on an album, what I look for is how is that featured artist going to fit the dynamic that the artist on the album is setting so a good example would be let's say wiz khalifa has an album and nas is coming on to do a wiz khalifa track oh okay what's nas going to sound like over a wiz khalifa beat is it get, what, what what is it going to be stoner rap what is this so when you have you know future going on to a young thug so, a young thug song you're expecting, okay, it's going to be a future song. No, well, actually, it's a. F- I said that wrong. You're expecting it to still sound like Young Thug, but all of these times when he gets a featured artist, it's the exact opposite. It feels like the artist is taking the lead, and Young Thug is just sitting back and writing their coattails on his own album. It's like he's the feature on his album, which makes no sense. That's something I've never really. As that fucks with me. It's like, dude, grab it, grab it, and take control of your album. Nah, he's passing. The, he's passing the shot. He's like, here you go. You you take the lead.
2: I mean, the that same song thing... with
1: that song with uh, with the Mingo, Migos member, Quavo. That wa- Quavo's been on fire, but that song was garbage, real bad, and Quavo couldn't even save it. That's when you know it's. That's when you know it's bad.
2: Even He did the same thing on the song with Snoop Dogg, too. He just wrote off him. Yeah,
1: Snoop... Like I said, Snoop Dogg was good, but it, it was like a Snoop Dogg song. Like, it felt like something you would have found on a Snoop Dogg mixtape or something. It wasn't something produced by Young Thug in his camp. You could tell it was outsourced producers from Snoop Dogg's camp, let's say. You get what I'm... Like, I don't know if you get what I'm saying.
2: No, I do, but... It, I, it's just...
1: That pisses me off. Overall, it's just terrible. It was... Honestly, me and Kyle met up earlier this week to try to record that part by itself and we couldn't stop fucking laughing. We were listening to the album together because it's it's that bad. It was that bad. It was it was a waste of time. Definitely. It was it was terrible. I don't I have no respect for young thug of an art as an artist and I have no respect for fans that
2: that respect his music, so Fuck you. I wanna at least talk about me trying to just listen to it.
1: Yeah, go ahead. I, I mean I I don't, but you could talk. I I'm gonna go over here and not listen to you speak about it. So go ahead, Kyle.
2: Nah, so basically I tried listening to it at first and I got through I got through two tracks and then I just had to turn it off and just not listen to that for a while. And then um the third track on it. I don't even remember the name. Oh, do you love me? Or that was one of them. I don't know. That's either four or five. That's uh, where I got to the second time. And it was so bad. I basically was listening until I got to the line. Ain't talking, Nikki. I'm about to have a Menage toi <laughs> on my face all day. <laughs> and all I just right. immediately turned that shit off the first time there was no listen, the first time
1: we we Kyle said that line we were recording earlier this week and the reason why we're redoing this now is when Kyle said that I was taking a sip of my drink bro I literally spit my drink all over my laptop all over my shit and it was fucking done that was it that, that night we, we, we were done recording for that night that was it young thug ruined the whole session yeah he, pretty much he's trash man like, this is worse than, like, peak Drake.
2: <laughs> it is. No, like, literally... The like, Drake same... I could
1: deal with now. Like, I don't... like I... No, I hate Drake stuff. Yeah, but, like, I could listen to it. No. This uh, is honestly unlistenable.
2: I got... In the same song, I tried listening to it again until I got to the line, treating myself like I got AIDS for you. I ain't fuck none of these little girls like I got AIDS for you. What does A. that mean?
1: Explain that lyric to Kyle or to, to me, Kyle. Please
2: explain it to yourself. I guess I'm not fucking girls because I got AIDS for you, and I'm still not fucking any of these little girls because I still got AIDS for you. For me, a, a, what? <laughs>
1: so you heard it here first. Kyle's not gonna fuck any of these little girls for me. A, AIDS. A- oh, AIDS.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But there's just not one. What's the other line that made you just burst out laughing, country bumpkin? I, dude, I don't know what the
1: fuck. It, I don't want to look at it. I, I'm done with Young Thug. I, when I like, I wish you. I wish this was a video podcast. If you could see my body position, bro. I, I hate Young Thug. I don't know why we agreed to do that. I don't know why. Well, we thought it was a good idea. We thought people would want to hear about Young Thug. Somebody listening to this probably right now is like, oh, they said they were going to do Young Thug. Well, we did it. it
2: was, and it was awful. It was
1: garbage. I hope you're disappointed in our opinion. You owe us. For <laughs> you, to this. you owe us our time back. But uh, something that we're going to go on to now is not a trash artist. It's going to be something that... It's a little bit Kyle, Kyle did a uh, an article on our website the the Lightbulb Network about an artist that's not exactly well known that should be um he's very very important Kyle you want to take it over here or
2: Yeah so jazz legend John Coltrane is perhaps the best tenor sax player of all time and just one of the most influential musicians um he he grew up in philadelphia where he learned a lot of what made him the great musician he was and he actually joined the navy for a little bit it was in the navy where he his musical talents were actually realized where he was part of this group called the melody masters and after being discharged from the navy he obviously moved back to philadelphia and the biggest the biggest sax player Charlie Parker is where he got a ton of his influence as far as playing goes and he worked with Miles Davis and Thelonious Monk for a long time in their bands specifically with Miles Davis and that's where he learned how to actually lead a band and write music himself and he was in Miles' band for a while they had kind of a falling out Part of it was actually Coltrane's heroin addiction. That was a big part of it, and that actually hindered him for a good part of his life, unfortunately. But for his debut album, Coltrane, he actually got the opportunity to lead a band himself. And from, from the beginning, I mean, he was just an amazing band leader. He went on to join, rejoin Miles Davis' group, And that's when they released Kind of Blue, which is widely regarded as possibly the best jazz album of all time. And he ended up leaving the band again. And even despite their differences, Davis and Coltrane, they always respected the hell out of each other. Even uh, Davis said years later, uh, Train was the loudest, fastest, saxophonist I've ever heard. He could play real fast and real loud at the same time, and that's just very difficult. It was like he was possessed when he put that horn in his mouth. He was so passionate and fierce, yet so quiet and gentle while he was playing. And a lot of, a lot of people that know jazz know his album, A Love Supreme, and they regard that as Potentially his best album It's just crazy, fiery, and passionate through the whole thing. He does so much. I don't know how he's able to get so many notes into his melodies. And he just plays them so soulfully. Another major album that he had, Giant Steps, was potentially the most influential jazz album. It featured him... It featured him just going off the top of his head and improvising for a ton of the album. A ton of it is just improvisation. And it was huge at the time. Nobody else was doing that. A lot of people's stuff were written. And that's something that influenced jazz for a long time. It made a ton of people try to copy and do that. And it also, it actually got a ton of recognition for jazz. Many other fans of other genres and people that weren't even necessarily interested in music suddenly got interested in jazz as a whole. So it was just an incredibly incredibly big deal. As far, he even did a cover of My Favorite Things from The Sound of Music and he's he just had the talent to make an already good record even better by covering it and he even he even used the soprano sax for it, just highlighting his versatility as an artist. Other records like *Interstellar Space*, in which the tracks Mars, Venus, Jupiter, and Saturn, he just attempts to give you that vibe of like space travel, and he is able to actually do that well. Like these concept albums that he had were just ridiculous, and that was actually released posthumously. It was released after his death but of course completed several albums were released after his death cuz he just had that many he just had that many songs and that much material as far his influence is crazy i mean he's influenced essentially every jazz musician after him he's influenced over several different genres i mean stevie wonder uh gil scott heron but Jimi Hendrix, Frank Zappa, I mean, even even today he still has musical influence. His grandnephew, uh, better known as Flying Lotus, is a current producer and the amount of genres that he's able to mix together and Just how quickly he changes. That can be directly linked to Coltrane. That's how he was as a sax player. And that's how he was as a musician. Like there's a direct link to that. Other artists today. Like Kamasi Washington. And Thundercat. And even Kendrick Lamar. Are heavily influenced by John Coltrane. And without him we never would have gotten that music that we have today. He... Throughout his whole career, put out so many amazing albums. My favorite is always Blue Train, but I mean there's that, Stardust, I Love Supreme, My Favorite Things, Meditations, Interstellar Space, his albums with Miles Davis, his albums with Thelonious Monk, just so much amazing music that if you have the time, really go and check it out. Word. Scott, what do you have to say about the legend John Coltrane?
1: That that was our artist spotlight. <laughs> no, oh,
2: but I I did write the article because this year marked 50 years since his death in uh, July July 17th 1967. He died at the young age of 40, but he already put out so much music before then of liver failure, and it just left the jazz world just completely shook at music in general. Yeah, me personally, I would have
1: never probably heard about uh, John Coltrane if it wasn't for Kyle, but even one of my you know, favorite artists, Mac Miller, we were list- I was listening to it before, a John Coltrane song is a sample for one of his po- most popular songs. His influence, his reach can't be measured really because a lot of people, unless you're really into music, don't know even what a sample, the term sample means. But his samples are everywhere. They're found everywhere. And I did not know that about the Flying Lotus connection. Um, I'm sure a lot of people don't know that. So that's that's pretty, I mean, his, his legacy is just going to live on. It's not going to die. And it, it didn't die with him. It's, we're 50 years past his death.
2: And, and he's still, going. <laughs> he's still yeah. him.
1: His music's still getting getting put on a platform.
2: And that's just how cool music is as an art and as life for people. That's how important it is. And that's how it's able to span generations and cultures. And one other really cool thing about John Coltrane, he he said throughout his career, basically the emotions that him and other artists could create through jazz and music in general just completely transcend words like he always said you could say so much more based on the feelings that you get just through music like not actually talking it that's just how powerful music is and now we're just gonna play a couple tracks by coltrane like here's resolution off of love supreme okay. And then here's In a Sentimental Mood off of Duke Ellington's album with John Coltrane. Actually, in our title sequence, the first song you hear for each one of our shows, uh, Moments Notice, off the album Blue Train.
1: Okay, thank you, Kyle. So that was our art- artist spotlight of the week. Um we're looking at, with ses- festival season uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Okay, thank you, Kyle. And fuck. <laughs> and that wraps up the artist spotlight. Thank you, Kyle. With the fest season ending, we're going to be bringing you uh, more artist spotlights. We're going to be bringing you more focus on artists that don't get the shine they should. And I hope you guys enjoy that. We're going to be showing you guys that are off the beaten path. People that you should know that you don't know. Um, But now here's some people that you don't know that we don't really know either. That just put out some pretty good fire, though, pretty recently. So that's why they're going to be here. Um, yeah, it's time for the fire of the week.
2: Yeah, so I got to go. I don't know what he's talking about, but I actually know my fire of the week. But um, it's uh, West Side Gun and Conway with Brains on the Basquiat off their album Griselda Ghost, produced by Big Ghost. That was speaking cursive. All right, Kyle, shout your shit out and get the fuck out of here. I'm at lbn underscore kg on Twitter. Hit me up. All right. Bye, Kyle. Peace. All right, Kyle's on his way out
1: of here. My Fire of the Week is. By, it, well, it's called Lucy. And it's produced by B E A U X. Bielx? Bielx? Buex? I'm not quite sure. But it's a dope fucking track. The dudes from New Orleans. Um. Yeah, so go check his stuff out. It's pretty dope. Uh, he's on SoundCloud, Twitter, socials. Check him out. But uh, that just about wraps up the episode, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I'm your host, LBN Scott. You could find me at LBN Scott on Twitter. Um, hit me up there, man. See what's going on. Football season's coming. I'm excited for my Dolphins. You guys could talk shit about, you know, how how bad we're gonna be this year quite honestly but, but uh, give uh give our, our main, main account a follow give our, our main, main account a follow to too at the underscore light underscore bulb underscore on twitter the light bulb network on facebook and our website the lb um i hope you guys like i said enjoy the episode and have a good week see you next week peace
3: Same shield once or twice. I'm up and down, she looked to myself, all right. Pimping butterflies, but I know it's gonna be all right. I couldn't get back to you in a pile of 12 last midnight.
4: Been lost, flying around through space. Looking around on this acid. Open Lucy slipping off my tongue.
3: Right now. I know I'm about to be up, but I'm feeling down right now Third dimensional vision, yeah it's in sight Now I'm feeling right, you feel it right Someone walking by, Lucy cut my
2: eye I was listening to her, tell me I can fly So we, so we took
3: another trip The stars and back, and then the Mars and back And then we, you know. been
4: lost, flying around through space As I sit in the rain Wondering where, where did I come from? Eyes wide open, Lucy slipping off my tongue
3: Like cell covers Mix the champagne With the dog uh-huh. My brain way smart Bell names To sway fake claws Tail check Hanging out the Corvette Shot a show block Black booze smash the Mac the By the dope spot CDG's hearts On the flip flops Why play the yack Niggas left that gun puffs On my block Started with a head From a head To an ounce To a pig To a nine To a split And a drought with that shit I'm looking like a brick in a kiss. Hey yo, money got me changing, I was on the block slinging. POP's Cherry red like swinging No ski mask, shit up. You know what up? The cost buck, doing the buck, the cutting shells. And rip- up, nigga, we ain't the pain toast. I snuffed your favorite rap And this little angel chains, broke, nigga. The club daughter calling me like Mikey, not shot him in the hall, Blue his brains on the Bosky. Oh, yo! All you niggas talking like you getting money, but your niggas are broke, yo. Niggas all broke, yo. Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. I put the bell in your throat, yo. Bell in your throat, yo. Fuck niggas can't tell me shit I made a corner off the dope, nigga off Sneak this and I'll send a few shooters At your motherfucking show, nigga Chris Seltz and Chris